So I did something a little crazy during quarantine, and it actually involved you, Carly. <laughs> I think I might know what you're talking about, but let's talk about it. I'm sure everyone has experienced the outrageous panic buying, whether it was toilet paper or flour or cleaning products. It seemed like everyone was kind of just snatching up all the same things. It was like such a stressful thing to even go grocery shopping. Yeah, especially in the beginning. I mean, that's when I kind of started to get a little concerned is when I, I didn't I mean, I took it seriously. I mm -hmm. was following protocols and social distancing the best I could, you know, while still trying to go to work and, you know, survive a normal life. But um, yeah, I don't know. Once I went to the stores the first time and I saw like the shelves like wiped clean, I was like, ooh, this is strange. And like weird things would be gone, like bread and milk. And I'd be mm -hmm. like, what are people doing with all this bread and milk? Like that stuff goes bad. Like, I don't understand why all of a sudden there's not enough. Like there's always been enough, but now there's not. I just don't, I just don't get it. What happened? It's so strange actually. And it's interesting because it seemed like different parts of the world were gravitating towards different things. So mm -hmm. for North Americans, it was staples like toilet paper and cleaning products like we mentioned. But in other countries, things were flying off the shelves that were a little bit different. So like in Mexico, it was beer. And in France, it was flour. So <laughs> those kinds of things were expected. But you know, in India, it was black tea was just missing off the shelves. So it's funny to see what people thought they needed to was stockpile. Essential. Yeah, mm -hmm. like, okay, I'm not going to be able to leave my house. I'd better buy X because who knows what I'm going to be able to go out again. Right. I think it speaks a lot to the differences in culture, but also the mind frame that you kind of get in when you're thinking, okay, this is a crisis. What do I do in a crisis? Right. And like the things that you think about what you're going to need to get you through to survive a certain amount of time, an unknown amount of time, right? Nobody knew in the beginning and I don't think anybody even really still knows, but everybody was just trying to stockpile and it's funny to see what the differences are based off of where you live and the shift week to week because like you said no one really knew how long to prepare for so at mm -hmm. first people were snatching up all the cleaning products and the hand sanitizers because we knew that it was a, a virus that was going around so that made sense I don't still I still don't understand the toilet paper it's like it wasn't like necessarily gonna cause you to need to be on the toilet that no, much <laughs> I so, didn't get that either no that one was a hard one to understand but very stressful because I ended up having to buy rolls of uh, paper towel just in case you know because there was like no toilet paper yeah it was just I had scary. to settle for that like horrible four pack roll that you get from the convenience store because oh. all the like walmarts and everything were sold out and it was like sandpaper for a couple days but luckily my boss saved me and gave me some good rolls and I was like you're a legend <laughs> <laughs> so great I remember the yeah. first time like a month after the lockdown had officially started here, which was about mid-March for Canada, Ontario, where we live. Um, we are just a two-person household, so we don't go through a ton of toilet paper. But by mm -hmm. the time that we were running out was like right around when pandemic hit. So 
we were able to stretch it out. You know, I really went like ration style. Like you don't get more than this many squares and like don't abuse that because we don't know when we can get it again. But then I ended up going to Walmart about a month later and I saw people in the parking lot with giant like 30 roll pack of toilet paper and I was like going crazy like oh my god there's toilet paper here I need to go in and get it before it's gone so I went into the store and I kid you not there was a lady walking into the aisle the same time as I was she was ahead of me so she technically got into the aisle before me and she took what looked like to be the last pack of 30 roll toilet paper off the <laughs> that skid. Would happen. And she looked at me and just kind of like, she looked guilty. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry, kind of Canadian. I can't believe I'm doing this to you kind of thing. Yeah. And just as I'm like in my head about to offer her like twice the value of that toilet paper for like, <laughs> please give me half or something. I'll pay you $20. Who knows? I saw like... <laughs> tucked behind the giant skid was like a a pack that had fallen in the cracks so I like crawled through the shelves got the pack off put it in my thing and then she smiled at me and was like lucky and I was like yeah I'm never lucky (laughs) so excited (laughs) so excited about toilet paper 30 rolls which I would never buy in my normal life because that's just way too much like where am I going to put all this toilet paper but yeah I was stoked (laughs) yeah the things you have to do to survive eh? (laughs) no unreal but speaking of walmart they actually came out with a pretty interesting statement like back sometime in april where they were tracking what people were panic buying or pandemic buying like week to week and how those trends seem to change right so like it started off with what we said like paper towels and cleaning products and toilet paper and once all of that was gone then people were kind of looking for entertainment stuff like they were purchasing a lot of and tvs and yeah and i have to admit i kind of fell into that as well because i may have bought a switch or two so a switch or two yeah Uh, and you're not a gamer no I'm not a gamer but I was like I'm at home and I have like nothing to do I don't know what I'm gonna do it's so miserable trying to find shows and anytime I find a show I'm so horrible and I binge watch it all in like a day so you're so bad in the next problem the same day I'm like this is just not gonna do this will not do and I ordered books, but it's been taking forever for them to come in. I'm still waiting for them. So, like, that's, like, upsetting. And I, uh, yeah, I got I got video games. <laughs> yeah, so you're kind of addicted now, which is so funny. So it, like, makes me feel good because obviously you do have the gamer gene because I never really understood how you never cared about them. But Well, I mean, like, I always like to play, like, Super Mario and donkey kong and ninja turtles and things like that i just haven't had a system that connects with the games i like to play and now no, I found you're one. definitely a nintendo girl for sure i am a nintendo girl and i did have like a nintendo wii and i did play that for a while but like it didn't have nearly as many good games right so no like that died quick <laughs> a quick tech, i had game yeah. boys i liked all my game boys Again, Nintendo. Like, you've always been a Nintendo lover, right? So that made sense when you had the Switch. But when I found out you bought two, I was like, whoa, Nelly. Like, time to reel it in. (laughs) Calm down. (laughs) You go from, like, not caring about games to having two identical game systems. Well, one's mine and then one's Brad's. It's not like, you know, 
No, but still, that's when you know you're a real gamer. Like, Brayden and I, we have two PS4s because we can't share. So. Yeah, exactly. Because, like, you can't play your games at the same time. It was becoming mm-hmm. a problem. So we solved the problem and got a light. It's not that's exactly the, the same and it's cheaper. It's just like a Game Boy. No, you're investing in your, you know, your domestic happiness. That's important. Yeah. <laughs> For sustaining relationships. But Exactly. You need yeah. those things to survive this time. <laughs> You're spending so much time indoors together, right? So better yeah, have yeah. something to occupy yourself or else you're going to drive the other one crazy. Mm-hmm. And then after the entertainment blitz passed, what do you think was the next on the list? Like what was the next thing you think people went crazy buying? Honestly, I think it's the hair stuff. Ding, ding, ding. You're absolutely yeah. right. It was hair and dye I and hair clippers. I also did that too. I'm such a cliche. <laughs> you are I'm kind a of a freaking statistic. <laughs> We've always been so on trend, Carly. So oh gosh, sense. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, oh, that's too God. funny. I didn't even think about that before. But yeah, I've done like all the cliche things. Like, I don't think I like stockpile toilet paper or panic bought or anything. But like I did buy a 30 pack roll as well, which I don't normally do either. What was funny was like right before the pandemic lockdown hit, Braden was at Costco and we were running low on toilet paper. And he was like do we need anything from Costco? And I was like, yeah, you know what? We're like running a bit low on toilet paper if you run to grab that. And he was like, we'll never need like industrial size toilet paper. I'm not paying that much money <laughs> for toilet paper. Know. Yeah. yeah. And I had a huge told you so moment like two weeks later. And I was like, see, if you would have bought that toilet paper from Costco, we wouldn't have to potentially use Paper towels paper towel. to wipe our ass. Like, yeah. <laughs> should have just listened to me. Oh, I felt so good. <laughs> like, now you know. Listen to your wife. <laughs> exactly. Every now and then I get it right, you know, yeah. every now and then. But back to the hair thing. Yes. So you kind of roped me into all of this nonsense, didn't you? Okay. Well, to be fair, like, this is how I end up falling into trends and things like this. It's like, it's blasted in my face. Like, And I am a victim of commercial ads. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a victim. More like you're susceptible to influencers. So, so susceptible. Influencer marketing gets you harder than like anything else, I swear. Oh my God. There's so many things I'm like struggling holding back on right now. And yeah, most of them are (laughs) from influencer recommended (laughs) products or things that you should do. Yeah, I know you're a sucker for it. I mean, they haven't really steered me wrong. I'm not going to lie. But to be fair, Brad Mondo has been talking to me for a long time. And I've been saying this to you for a very long time. Yeah, you've said he's been speaking to you through his videos and not in like a crazy psychotic way, but it literally it's like I watched the clip and I'm like, yeah, he's talking about girls like you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's talking about right? you. Like, I'm not crazy. Like, I know it sounds crazy to say Brad Mondo speaking to me because he's obviously not actually talking like Carly, blah, 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 blah. But he does reference me a lot. And I'm just like, wow, okay, shade, shade. Yeah, he's reaching out to girls like you. And for anyone who's not a fan of Brad Mondo, if you're looking for something kind of light and entertaining on YouTube, he's a great choice, honestly. It's always something I put on even prior pandemic to like, you know, don't have to think too hard about it, but it's still entertaining and it's funny and, you know, it's good. It's good. His personality honestly makes me laugh so much too. He's just like a gem. So he's worth checking out for sure. But like I said, I've been talking about this for a long time. For those who know me, 
I've had long hair for a very long time. And like when I say long hair, I don't mean like, oh my gosh, my hair is so long. It's like past my shoulders. I mean like no, my <laughs> my hair was like to my butt. Like Carly made fun of girls who thought hair past their shoulders was long hair. She called that I short hair. I still call that short hair. Like my hair right now, <laughs> people would classify that as long, like certain people. And like it's not. Certain it's people. medium. <laughs> it's definitely medium. It's not long. You know what I'm saying? And uh, anyways, I've had this hairstyle for, I don't know, how many years now? Oh, my God. I would bet like four or five like where you haven't yeah. changed it, like like where it's been like that long, like it's always it. been long. Yeah, but I would say it's been like stupid long <laughs> for at least four years. Hippie long, like <laughs> yeah, really long. Yeah, probably four years. Yeah. So anytime anybody would see me, all they say is, "Wow, your, your hair, hair is so, so long." long. Yeah. But then they go to try to put their fingers through my hair <laughs> and it's like stick, stuck, stuck. Don't don't do that, guy. Like, what are you thinking? <laughs> you don't know what's in there. Your hair tangles so easy too. Yeah. Like oh. even still with the hair short, like I still get like knots and stuff like that. Like that's just my hairstyle. Like <laughs> Yeah, I'm not know. a thing you do. You used to wake up when we were younger and like we always had long hair, like not hippie long, but like nice long hair, you know, to your chest or slightly longer, like for most of what our I lives. I would call medium. <laughs> That's crazy. That's definitely long hair to your chest. Like, come yeah. on now. In yeah, most sane people, most sane people would call that long hair. So we always had long hair. But I remember when we were young, you would wake up in the morning and it was like, what the hell did you do last night? Because you would have like this like ball clump nest of like tangles at the back of your neck. Like it still happens. Sometimes it's not even from sleeping. (laughs) Like it's just like I'll go out for the day and then like I'll come home and I'll like brush my hair before I go to bed. And there's like this massive mat in the back of my head. And I just don't know where it comes from. No, so your hair is just prone to like tangles. So it's not the kind of like long, luscious locks to like run your fingers through. They're not running. No, anywhere. if you want to do that, do that through Cassie's hair, okay? <laughs> like... Yeah, not to brag, but my hair is really soft and it's not tangled. So, <laughs> and you quite also nice. went through a period of like stupid long hair as well, I and did. also cut it all off. So. But I've cut it off multiple times. So that's where you and I are different. So like every like two to three years, I get this weird like it's got to go kind of feeling. And I just like chop it off. But it grows so quickly. I don't really care. Right. So like I do hate it when it's quote unquote short. Right. So like when it's above my chest and like between my shoulders and my chest is probably as short as I've ever really taken it. It took kind of shoulder length the last time I went to the salon. Not not with Echo, but like the salon in Milton. Right. That was before like pretty dang short stylist. <laughs> before I found a stylist who like wasn't just giving me haircuts. Because, okay, conspiracy theory. <laughs> like, I feel like 
this is going to sound so vain and so narcissistic, but I genuinely believe it to be true. So I've never had a male stylist before. I've always had female stylists and part of me feels like they don't, (laughs) this is so crazy, but part of me feels like they don't want me to be pretty because oh my god also women so I feel like they cut my hair like in such a whack way where they just make me look like a soccer mom every single no time. guy it's the fact that you never actually stuck out at any stylist ever you flip-flopped from so many that you never <laughs> found somebody <laughs> who was actually trained they gave you the sheep in the salon <laughs> because they're like hey this girl doesn't know who is who at this salon, so oh, I knew we that they were novice. Give her whoever's free. That one time I went to the salon. You know, you get flyaways at the top of your head just from like normal hair breakage and stuff. Doesn't yeah. this woman whip out? I say woman. She was like a girl. She was super young. She takes out a pair of like male clippers and starts like going mm-hmm. at the flyaways, mm-hmm. and I'm like, "What are you doing? <laughs> Please stop!" Please stop. But of course, I would never say that out loud because that would be no. rude, right? You just sit one there and cringe silently. One time I had silently. a stylist who had um, like, she was blind in one eye. And I was like, oh, that's different. Like, is everything going to be okay? But funnily enough, that was like one of my better haircuts at a salon. So but you yeah. can't judge a book by a cover. No, you can't. But Yeah, that was just my random conspiracy theory. So if that gives you any idea of kind of like the weird psyche that we have about hair, like it's pretty severe. (laughs) Well, no. Okay. I think like the weird psyche about hair comes from having our mom do our hair all the way up until probably like, I don't know, around high school or something like that, right? Yeah. When things got funny. (laughs) (laughs) When we just didn't really have a mom at that point. Whatever, you know, details, details. Tomato, tomato. Yeah. But, (laughs) um, yeah, things got funny. So we didn't have her doing her hair really anymore. And, um, yeah, I don't know. Even then, I struggled to go get my hair done because I didn't really trust anybody to do my hair because they had had my my mom do my hair my whole life like it's just a weird thing to go to somebody else for and I also could never ever stomach paying for it oh so dad paid for it for me probably like once or twice a year for a long time and then you know that stopped too and even then like I don't think I ever found like a stylist I mean he had me go to a hair salon that was do you know okay it's in St. Catharines and it's by um, the Walmart on Bunting. Just down the street, there's that bar. I can't remember what it's called. Oh, But yes. it's like this weird bar. And in that plaza, there's a hair salon. So I would go to the hair salon. I swear, that was mom's like original salon that she worked at. I think it is, honestly. Yes, it is. (laughs) Okay, he was just doing that, I swear, to be cheeky because that is so dad. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so that's the place where he would bring me in. Honestly, like, I didn't mind that place. They would do okay, but, like, I don't think I ever walked away from a haircut being, like, I love it. I'm so happy. Thank you. I love it. I'll be back. Yeah, no, yeah. me either. I think nine times out of ten, I walk away, and then I get to my car, and then I cry. <laughs> and then you message me, and you're like, she's screwed up my hair. And I would do the yeah. same thing with you and be like, it's hideous. And then I would see people the next day, and they wouldn't even notice my hair was done. 
and mm-hmm. I was like what the but I just cried about this it's so different it's so short and I'm like pulling on my bangs pulling on my hair yeah. I did bangs a lot that was the thing I did but yeah and furthermore you pay like $200 and nobody notices it's different and you're like what the hell but that's yeah. the problem with long hair really yeah. in a nutshell yeah honestly though and for anyone who was like really weirded out we kept saying our mom did our hair she was a professional stylist for like the majority of her adult life so it wasn't like your mom doing like a bowl cut at home it was no, like professional was actual styling yeah <laughs> just to clarify I kept thinking yeah, about like that like weird backyard oh, haircuts <laughs> It's not kitchen scissors or anything like that. Like, no, they like I actually went to a real salon, color. but it was my mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's the other problem with having long hair is that's all you become known for. Like mm-hmm. I, I just bragged like five minutes ago saying my hair is so soft and it's like, you know, you can run your fingers through it. It's great. Nobody says that. They're just like, wow, your hair is so long. Not your hair yeah. is so shiny or your hair And it was so, so funny healthy. too because people tell me my hair looked healthy because it was like long like that. But like it was not. It was not. <laughs> no. It was no. so straw. Like like I said, if you ran your fingers through it, you'd be like, oh, oh, oh. Not the experience you're expecting. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> It's not the herbal essences moment you dream of. Yeah. So like I was having moments, like I would say for a while with my long hair where I was just sick of it, honestly. And I had incidents where I was like, this is just ridiculous. And there was one that broke the straw. I told you about it. I was... (laughs) I was in my sewing room and this was just like at the beginning, I think, of the pandemic. So like I was making masks and because my company decided to make masks, whatever, details. Uh, (laughs) uh, Basically, I was sewing and I had to change the bobbin. And if anybody knows like industrial machines and changing the bobbin, like it's underneath the table. So like you have to like tilt your head and like change the bobbin I would be changing the bobbin and then when I would go to lift my head up I'd be standing on my hair and I would pull my head like crazy because like it's like I just yanked the crap out of my hair like (laughs) oh my god I got so angry after that I was like this is enough this is enough. I've had dogs walk on my hair. I have sat on my hair. Mm. I have had my hair caught in my car door. This is too much. And I was done. Or even when you're trying to go to sleep and you're like, you can't get a comfortable position. And then you realize you're like, your back is on your hair and it's pulling yep. your neck in a weird way. Like, it's just yeah, weird problems. And like, Long hair Brad problems. would be like sleeping on it and I'd have to like yank it out. And oh, you just <laughs> headaches headaches my man like is that so it's probably been like a year and a half almost two years that you've been saying that like it's time to chop but like you never took the plunge no and also I've had Brad Bondo in the back of my mind saying (laughs) your hair is too long you need to cut it it needs to be styled there's no style you're hiding behind your hair and all of these things and I was like am I hiding behind my hair? And then I would look at myself and I'd look down and you couldn't even see the top I was wearing because my nope. hair was com- covering it. So it's And you've like, got hmm. a lot of hair too. Like you've got a thick head of hair. There's yeah. a lot. Yeah. So it's not so like it's not just, just long. long. <laughs> yeah. It's 
it tick. It's tick. So <laughs> tick tick. <laughs> yeah. And then during quarantine, Brad Mondo also released a video of doing your own haircut at home because mm-hmm. I was asking Cassie already before this video came out to cut my hair and she said no hell no 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 no, <laughs> no way no way in hell and then she said if you get professional shears I'll do it and I said mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not buying $60 shears and waiting for them to come in so no that's that's not happening but I sent her the video and I'm guessing you watched it and you were like, hmm, this it's looks not that easy. bad. Yeah. You literally sent me the video with a message saying something like, Brad Mondo is telling us to do this. And I yeah. was like, <laughs> again, with the Brad Mondo is speaking to us thing. <laughs> to stop. But then I watched the video and it was so dummy proof. And yeah. obviously people will screw it up because they just can't follow directions. But that's my bread and butter. I love rules i love instructions i will yeah. follow them to the t so i'm like okay i literally can follow instructions so th- this yeah, is possible and if she wasn't willing to do it i was gonna do it myself and doing it yourself you can definitely mess it up more but i mean he was doing it for people to do by themselves but mm-hmm. i knew if i had cassie do it it would be foolproof and furthermore you knew that if you told me that you were going to try and do it yourself I'd be like oh no 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 you're not going to do that to yourself I will do it to you but you have to promise me that you won't hate me after even if it looks like crap (laughs) yeah and was I not the best of sport you were a very good sport I was shocked but you were also just so eager to shed the locks and like I've been in that mentality so like I get it like when you're ready just to shed that hair you're like okay get it off you're like so so excited for the cuts as scary as they are here's another conspiracy theory when you have long hair and you go to a stylist and you say I'm ready to chop my hair chop it take as much off of it as you want they'll take the slightest amount because they are terrified of you and your connection to your long hair so they will not cut it and they'll do less than you want because they're like you're gonna freak out but I was ready to have the locks cut it was time I I totally agree I don't even think that's a conspiracy I do think that that's something and maybe stylists if you're listening you can weigh in and let us know I don't think that they believe long hair girls are as brave about how much length they're willing to give up when they right. say or like even brave about like styles here. and stuff like that you know what I mean they're like you don't do anything other than long hair no <laughs> because to get it to that point you have to grow it for a certain number of years right so they're like yeah you've committed to this same style give or take a few trims for however many years you're not ready for this radical change like it's like you can't handle the truth you can't right. handle the change so they the don't fact give is it they to can't you. handle the truth i was ready for a change <laughs> i think a lot of women actually do freak out though i think that's part of yeah. the problem is that a lot of women think that they are ready and then they see it in the mirror and they cry or they tip bad or they never mm-hmm. come back or they leave bad reviews 
And at that point, it's all hearsay. You know, what's the stylist going to come back and say to you? You told me to cut it like that. Now they look like they're giving bad service. So it's actually riskier to just go in and do it. You know, right? I would be better for them to do a little bit and then have you come back and say, I actually wanted more. Can you take it? Yeah, take more off. So like, I think they start you off baby style, right? So they take an inch and then. But I'm never the girl who would go back and be like, but can you do more? (laughs) No, no. I only ever did that one time, but it wasn't for a cut. It was for, um, like getting color, right? ombre color yeah mm-hmm. and it looked identical to my hair <laughs> it didn't lift at all so I called and I was like please can we do this again like I'm willing to pay it's just I I gave you like a hundred dollars to color my hair and it looks the same <laughs> sure <laughs> but it was embarrassing and it was mortifying and it took me probably a good 20 minutes of scripting and coaching myself to actually to be make able the to phone call. call yeah yeah because i'm never. that much of a baby but yeah, same. you know there is no karen in me <laughs> <laughs> no i cringe for karens i don't know how people like that can do it i i genuinely don't i've never returned a meal to a kitchen I've never complained no, to anyone's manager about their service. I would rather just never go there again versus me neither. I've never say even something been like, negative. oh, I got the wrong sandwich or the wrong drink. No, I'll eat that sandwich oh, God. or I'll drink I that drink. I don't have drink. allergies. What do I or care? Or I'll just take it and I'll drive away and complain about it. <laughs> <laughs> but like privately or to people in your circle, I'm not yeah. going to like go and blast somebody on Facebook and be like, Mm-mm. oh, this no, restaurant I'd never screwed leave up a bad Yelp review or google review like no that's not me i have left google reviews and they're all glowing reviews so i only leave reviews okay yeah i've left good google reviews but those have been asked of me to leave so they're kind of fraudulent that's awkward i would never my chiropractor asked me to do that i just didn't i'm like ooh, i probably would have left you a good review but since you asked (laughs) that's weird i'm not I'm not. I even left a positive review about a service Canada. Like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like if you've done an exceptional job and I'm really happy with your service, sure, here's a Google review. I'm happy to put my name on that. I am not comfortable putting my name on a negative review for somebody. That's just not okay to me. Me neither. I would feel so bad because I I know those things really like like small businesses especially, so... Anyways, that's my mini rant about Google reviews. (laughs) Back to the haircut. Yeah, so we actually did it. (laughs) That wrapped up that story real quick. (laughs) No, like, honestly, though, like, I was ready. So, like, when you cut it, like, I don't even think I reacted positively or negatively. Maybe positively. I think I was excited. Yeah, I think it it was a little bit of like anxious excitement. You know, we did the sound when I made the first cuts because it was wild. But yeah, we followed all the directions. Yeah. (laughs) And we used some crappy scissors, man. Those were not sharp enough by any means. But no, but they got the job done. We I got mean, it done. when all of this is over, I will go get a proper haircut just so it's like styled and everything. But I think it's cute. I'm really happy with it. And like, I know you were nervous about it. And I know Brad was nervous about it, too. He was like, yeah, just well, he's got to live with you. Upset. I don't <laughs> want to hear about it if you come home upset because you know how I am when I don't like things or something's bothering me. All oh, I do is so talk sulky. about it. 
So he was so like, sulky. if you do that, I'm going to message your sister. I'm going to message her. <laughs> I'd message her right back and be like, she made me do it. You know the woman you're with. You can't say yeah. no to her when she's No, he just wanted you to share in his pain. So anytime oh. I like complained, he wanted to message you and say, oh, is she saying this now? Like oh yeah we could have powwowed about that for sure yeah. tell him anytime it's not exclusive to your hair <laughs> yeah honestly though i'm sure i could relate in a lot of instances oh i told him before but because like <laughs> i like to annoy people and do like weird things especially like late at night like i don't know what it is <laughs> i get like a weird like tick i'm like okay now is the time to be annoying torment so, people I was, torment like, people could totally relate i used to do this to her all the time when i was younger yeah, we shared a room forever. There were a lot of nights where I was like fantasizing Carly, about smothering you with a pillow because it was like, you need to stop. It's always yeah. auditory I mean, stuff. We even talk with sometimes. You I would just make noises. Weird That's noises. what I'm saying. It was always auditory. Like you always yeah. made these weird little sounds, like but like frog not sounds creepy. and things. Yeah, it's just like I know it's you, and you're just like making weird sounds with your mouth. Like, do you know when you're a kid and you're like, uh, like yeah, that yeah, weird yeah. voice throat thing you did that, that a lot. all the time a and i hated it so much <laughs> i just still do that sometimes <laughs> oh my god it's so annoying such a yeah. bad quirk about you like and that's saying such a cute way of like you just tormenting people with like really bizarre annoying sounds things yeah yeah because yeah. your purpose your whole intent is to bother somebody and it's like that's so rude why but then, like when you get annoyed i'm like why are you annoyed like what's wrong why, why are you bothered <laughs> what's bothering you I'm oh is this annoying you don't like this and continue to do it <laughs> such a middle child <laughs> i can't help it no i guess not but you yeah. did handle the haircut really well and considering you know it was my first time doing like a full-on haircut like that and i was pretty anxious because we cut off like i swear like what two feet of hair like it had to be that close yeah at least a foot and a half that would be uh, like 18 inches of hair probably about about a foot and a half of hair so yeah. you know he... that's a lot to part with <laughs> and I mean like we haven't ever done anything like radical like that ourselves other than when we dyed my hair brown <laughs> yeah which was too weird because then we looked way too similar and it was like uncomfortable plus yeah, it was, that box was like dye. probably the craziest <laughs> thing I've ever done to my hair and anytime I saw anybody in the family all they would say to me is it's nice but when are you yeah. gonna go back blonde when are you gonna be <laughs> blonde like, again oh yeah that's but isn't that kind of sad that the craziest thing we ever and collectively the craziest thing we collectively ever did to our hair was dyeing yours brown <laughs> like yeah. how boring <laughs> there's people i mean who in like, like grade school shade. and stuff i would do like hot pink streaks like a little bit of hot pink streaks yeah i had that, red streaks in grade crazy. eight for like that chunky red wild. highlights so i did the wild. straight across bangs we well, had straight we were across bangs to have for straight like across bangs <laughs> the first 12 years of our lives. Yeah. 
And then, and then when we didn't have them anymore, they became popular again. I was like, I'm not going back. I can't. No, me neither. It took so long to grow them out. I remember yeah. when mom would cut them too short or what oh we deemed God. to be too short. And we'd be so embarrassed and we'd be like pulling our bangs and flattening them down with water and crying before going to school because we were so mortified. Yeah. But literally nobody cared or noticed. No. Nobody ever notices. It's the sad thing. No. <laughs> You're the only one who cares that much about your own hair, unless I feel like you've got really radical, really out there hair. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, having like the really long hair, I had multiple, multiple, multiple people tell me, never, ever, ever cut your hair. And honestly, that like weighed on me for a while. And I was like, should I not cut my hair? Is this like who I am now? But, but how sad that that would just yeah. be your identity is like I have long hair. It's like that's yeah. not a style. That's not a fashion statement. It's just long hair, you know. But yeah, we were also brainwashed since being children, not only from having a stylist as a mom, but grandma was like always Obsessed reiterating long hair. Your hair is your beauty. Your hair is your youth. Your, your hair makes you feminine. Never yeah. cut your hair. And yeah. I bought into that. But I see plenty of women out there with all different kinds of styles and lengths. And they're no less feminine or less beautiful for it. You know, so true. It's just a preference. That's all it is. It's a preference and a style. But if all your style is saying is, I can grow my hair out really long, like that's not very exciting, you know? No, it's not. And I feel like anybody can really do it. I know people always say, like, I could never grow my hair that long. And I was like, you could, though. Just you don't just go don't to the salon do anything for a couple to it. years. You'll yeah, just, like, don't do anything to it. Like, literally, don't do anything. And yeah. it will grow. There's no It secret. has no choice. <laughs> I mean, our hair does grow really fast in general, but it's not exclusive to the hair coming out of the top of my head. So, like, it's no blessing, you know? Mm-mm. Like... I have to shave my legs and it's good for like 12 hours. And then it's like, goodbye, soft, silky <laughs> legs. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed your moment in the sun because you're getting hidden under pants again for a week. And <laughs> Jones curse. Yeah. Yeah. It's a straight up curse. So like I get it. Some people have faster hair growth than others. But overall, it's not that impressive to have long hair. And I've always wanted to do like crazy fun things with my hair. It's just I've never never ever taking the plunge so maybe this was the first step the first the first change we'll see if i remember correctly the past year when you were talking about chopping your hair off part of that whole plan was to actually dye your hair a lilac color so maybe we just took the first step (laughs) i think so i hope so we'll see come this summer yeah watch out (laughs) lilac hair I hope so. I've always wanted to do some fun colored hair, honestly. It just never, never had the courage to actually take the plunge because it's like so high maintenance and I'm so low maintenance with my hair. So, yeah. I mean, baby steps. Maybe get some lilac highlights. <laughs> Ew, no, never. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but whatever you choose to do, it's just hair. And I think that's the moral of the story, right? So whether you cut yeah. it or color it, it'll grow back. And if you hate it, you just change it. So it's not that serious. It's not the end of the world. Yeah. No, it's not that deep. No. <laughs> There's a lot more serious things going on. That's for sure. <laughs> right. It was a fun distraction from the pandemic. But overall, 
grand scheme of things doesn't really mean that much either way whether you yeah. left it long or kept it short whatever it's all it's good. definitely one of the funnest things i've done during the pandemic and i'll always remember it so there you go Aww. Not many haircuts you can say that about. <laughs> but on that note, I think it's time for us to wrap it up for this episode. I forget how much fun I have just being able to disconnect from everything and just talk to my sister, especially during these times. I feel like we haven't been able to see each other a lot. So it's nice to just mm-hmm. sit down and chat for a little bit and talk about some crazy things we've done. Yeah, and I encourage all of you to reach out too. I know it's really easy during this pandemic to kind of get stuck in your own bubble and truly isolate yourself. But I think just giving somebody in your life that you love a shout out to say, hey, and have a quick conversation or maybe a long one, it goes it goes a long way. Yeah, and if you're feeling lonely, you can even reach out to us on any of our social media platforms. You can find us on Instagram at TRS underscore podcast underscore, on Facebook at The Random Sisters Podcast, and at Twitter also at TRS underscore podcast underscore. That's right. And if you're looking for more conversation, you can always catch up on an old episode. And until the next one, stay real, stay random. Stay random.